The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. And we welcome Coach Gordon Roberts tonight to the show. And we have a whole lot of, to talk about. And, hey, it may be a little controversial to some people, but, you know, Bruce Jenner was some one day a uh, once an American hero, a sports American hero, a sex symbol to a lot of women in America. And, and at one point, because I was a track runner, I looked up to Bruce, um, Bruce Jenner. I thought he was a, a – um, not that I don't look up to him now because he's Caitlyn Jenner, but I really, I really admired Bruce Jenner, almost like I admire Marcus Allen. And I've said this on the show before, Coach, that Marcus Allen was one, one of the guys that I idolized. I wore my helmet with one of my chin straps um, unloose until a referee made me strap it up with, with two because Marcus Allen wore one of his chin straps loose when he played. But um, to see this transformation of Bruce Jenner from an Olympic gold medalist in the decathlon, one of the hardest events in track and field, to the cover of Vanity Fair. Wow, what a transformation. What's your opinion on this, Coach? Coach, you know, you know, you said it off the air that I didn't sound comfortable. I, I'm not sure. You know, uh, I'm kind of old school. I'm kind of an old guy. Uh, I did admire him as a, a track athlete, as a gold medalist, you know. And I can remember pulling for him in the Olympics and when he won the gold medal. I mean, uh, you could say that is the pinnacle sport in the track and field Olympics every year, you know, uh, and uh, he won it. And uh, then he had the reality show on TV uh, with his adopted daughters and wife and and then he came and decided that uh, he was a transgender and he's changed his gender and that's his business. And uh, I guess I could be supportive of that, but it does make me feel a little uncomfortable. You know, and I guess my question is, um, you know, Bruce Jenner is 65 years old. You know, um, he's basically 15 years older than I am. And uh, and I look I look and I can say when I was 15, you know, I, I looked up to this guy. I thought he was like he was an American hero in 1976 uh, when he won the gold medal in the decathlon. I, I, he was an American hero, and and in in the eyes of a lot of people today, he's another American hero. You know, um, whether we want to, I guess, 
take the blinders off or put blinders on, or we just have to really recognize what's really happening in this world we live in. And uh, and Bruce Jenner is is a part of it. He's he's made the he's made the change that a lot of people wish they could afford to make. You know, and because he has a hundred million dollars in the bank, his net worth is a hundred million dollars. He can he can make this transformation. And uh, I, 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 my, my 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 question, Coach, is this: Okay, he and I are the same age. All right, and uh, regardless of how uh, egotistical you might feel as a male, you know your uh, uh, masculinity. Is 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 it is in this waning point of your life, and uh, and your sexuality uh, probably isn't is a bigger issue as it was when you were twenty five when he won uh, the gold medal. But forty years later, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm glad that if this is an issue that he felt like he had to do to make his life complete, I, I'm I guess I'm all supportive. But uh, I don't know that it's, you know, could he have done it and just kept it quiet? I don't know. I don't know either, Coach. But um, I think the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender community is is is, is in. Um, they're having like a parade. It's it's like I I don't I don't know what I can call it, but I really think that, and this is just my opinion. I think that. This group of people, the um, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender community, is is excited about this, and I think they look at this as like, wow, here's somebody that has a name that is recognized with one of the most uh, masculine things that has ever been done in American sports, and he's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. You know, and I think that they're really excited about this. But then I look at it on the other hand. Is has Bruce Jenner has Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner got so caught up in the in the TV reality world and the money that comes with the TV reality world that he looks at this like a lot of like a lot of people are projecting. Um, Caitlyn Jenner could be worth five hundred million dollars, a half a billion dollars in the next five years. Is it it the money? Coach, let me ask you this. Okay. He decided to do this 38 years ago, two years after he won the gold medal. Okay. Uh, Wouldn't his times and feats as Bruce Jenner and now that it's changed, if he made the change two years later, would would he have been able to compete in the Olympics as a female? Oh, no, coach. And I, it, it's what your birth certificate says from the onset. So you can't be, you can't have a sex change and then play as a man or play as a woman after you've had a sex change. But uh, I don't think Bruce Jenner's quite ha- yet had this had the sex change. He's, I guess, probably what we would call pre-op, or he's just uh, in the transgender um, state. And um, so he couldn't have competed like Renee Richards did. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. No, from my understanding, he could, he could not have. Now we, we do have someone calling in. Hopefully, they'll be able to um, make some clarification on this. And um, so I'm not going to just make a comment like that. But um, I, I, I look at, at at Bruce Jenner. If he had come out in 1978 and said he wants to be a woman, 
do you know what an uproar our country would have been in? You know, oh, or know even that. in 1970, he couldn't. Have, I don't think he could have had the nerve to say it in 1974. And and it's just because we live in a society that we live in today in America that he can come out and, and say what he's saying. And and trust me, in a lot of in a lot of communities, in a lot of homes, um, there are a lot of guys that are gay or want to be in the want to come out of the closet, but because of the community they live in or because of their family. They they cannot do this, and maybe this is going to be a, a platform for uh, for some of these guys or some of these women to come out and 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 say they are who they are. You might be right, coach. You know, and 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 at the same time, coach. You know, not to get off the subject, but uh, Brittany Griner and and her and her girlfriend, her fiance, Miss Johnson, they called it quits. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and 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 now Miss Johnson's come out and say, "Hey, she wasn't really gay. She's not gay. You know, she's pregnant." And you know, a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago, they had a domestic violence situation between the two of them, where the police were called, and I think both of the ladies were arrested. Both of the ladies got suspended for for games, and then it turned out Miss Johnson is pregnant. You know, I guess my I'm making this point because there are a lot of people that are confused. And I look at this situation where this lady was confused. Now, Bruce Jenner is 65 years old. I don't think he's confused. I think he, this is something that he wanted, he can afford it, and he's Bruce Jenner. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of people can't do it, couldn't do it. Jim Brown couldn't do it if he wanted to. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I get you. If he wanted to, and he can afford it, but Jim Brown couldn't do it because he's Jim Brown. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, hey, man, we look at him different. But Bruce Jenner, you know, and, and, I, and I saw some photos of him today where, um, where he actually got his, um, his Adam's apple shaved down. You know, when that came out a while back about him having his Adam's apple shaved down, I, I really didn't think twice about it. But then I looked at it again, and I'm like, today, his, Adam, his Adam's apple is shaved down. Coach, I mean, undoubtedly, he wants to embrace the whole package. And, he, and like you said, it's because he can afford to do that. I mean, uh, some kid that's confused about what they want to do with their lives probably can't afford to do that. We have a call on the line, George Hallis. Um, George, how's it going? Okay, Daryl, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing very good, George, and I'm so glad to have you on. Uh, we have George Hallis on the phone. Uh, George is a personal trainer in South Florida. Um, he's been a personal trainer and a trainer at the University of Miami when I met him in the early 80s, and he's been a personal trainer since then. Uh, George, welcome to the show, Sports Info UM on the Voice America Radio. So glad to have you on. George, we're talking about a... A touchy subject for some people, um, the Bruce Jenner transformation from Bruce Jenner to Caitlyn Jenner. What's your opinion? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, it's so funny because I think back, uh, you know, 1976, I was 19 years old. He was the world's greatest athlete. Everybody admired him. And I guess maybe all along he felt this way. Of course, yeah, I sometimes wonder if you if you live in a house full of women, if it maybe wasn't a slow estrogen dominance process along the way that helped it along. 
you know, I kind of always wonder what if, uh, uh, it always kind of seemed like he was probably put in the, I don't know if he was even the second position in that family. He might have been behind the three daughters, you know, in the fourth position. And if uh, maybe over time you, uh, you're not really the lead role, you know, whether it's a family or, you know, or a business or whatever, uh, it can be kind of a, maybe it's almost like a slow process where you kind of, or, uh, become irrelevant, you know? Yeah, I, I see exactly what you're talking about, George. And um, I was never one to watch estrogen, the... Um, house full of estrogen like that. I could, that could just about hurt anybody, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and even when you looked at him on that um, Kardashian show, not that I was a fan, I, I didn't see him very much, but when I did see the show, Bruce was the person I wanted to see. And um, he almost took that same role on that show where he was not ever in a dominant position. It was almost like they just steamrolled him in any decisions that they made. Well, yeah, it's just like, uh, I'm not going to try the ladies on the show to a dog, but if you, if you, if you, have, a, you, know, if you have a dog, um, he's looking, they sort of look and say, okay, who's going to be the alpha here? You know, and if you, even if um, you let him go out first, when you're walking him, you know, you're supposed to heel, stay by your heel. If you let him take the lead in the walk, he's going to say, okay, I've got it figured out now. I'm the alpha here, and you're not. And that's how he's going to behave, and that's the way you're going to be treated. Whereas if you set the tone and you set the, uh, what the parameters are, then uh, he'll recognize you're the alpha. And I think sometimes in human nature, maybe we're not that far off. You know, if you, if you accept your role... If you're in a submissive role and you let the other person be the dominant one, well, then they're going to go ahead and take the reins, and I'm going to be the dominant alpha here, whether that person's male or female, you know? Yeah. So you and don't George, think it was a hormonal thing? You don't think that hormones were a fact? I mean, he says that he's always had this latent feel for uh, his female side. You don't think that was true then? Well, I don't know. It's probably not for me to say. Um yeah, I know to be, to achieve what he did athletically, you have to have a high level of testosterone. You know, women have a certain percent of testosterone, probably about 19% of what we have. And, uh, you know, from a health standpoint, as, as uh, men get older, you don't really lose your testosterone. It gets converted to dehydrotestosterone. And right. uh, it's kind of like an unusable form. Actually, there's, I've told Daryl about there's a supplement you can take beta cytosterol that blocks the conversion of that which also helps your prostate, <clears throat> too. So if there are any men listening, beta cytosterol. You can get any health food store really cheap, or you can buy it from uh, Joe Theismann because he put his name on it and spent 40 bucks. So, yeah, do <laughs> what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, but, um, and, and, and George, before you go, make sure you make that, um, let, let us know about that product again. But, George, when we look at Bruce Jenner, and we look at this man at, 35, at 65 years old, and um, it's a lot of women at, at 50 or even 45 would love to look as good as he looked. What <laughs> kind of supplements, what is he taking, what kind of estrogen is he shooting in his body? Um, what, what's going on? Well, I think in his face, I think like, you know, the rest of them, uh, <clears throat> I know, I don't really watch the show, but I've seen some commercial spots or something and, you know, the Kim Kardashian, you uh, I think if she saw a line in her face, she's in there getting Botox. So let me stretch it and everything. Uh, I've been a lot of gyms. I've seen of, uh, uh, well, down here, the Olympia gym in the Aventura, Miami. 
my clients, we'd call these women that lived there, we called them frog women because they had their skin full so tight, their eyes were popping out, and they had so, so much lip fill that their lips started to look like a frog. So, you know, we, we wow. called them frog women. And someone had so much uh, augmentation that, that uh, if you walk too close and they made a quick right-hand turn, you might get knocked out. You know? <laughs> but, but, uh, wow. But, I mean, there's so much fa- – I mean, you see now, I mean, they're actually got, – you've got guys that are getting uh, abdominal implants, uh, you know, pec implants. You hear the horror stories down here in Hialeah. They go to the guy who does it in the back of the trunk of the car. He also doubles it as a dentist, you know. And he gets the leftover concrete from his brother's construction site down in Hialeah or something. The guy goes in for a chest implant. He comes out looking like Bruce is now in the chest. So yeah. there's so much. It's amazing me and working out just how quickly everyone is to cheat and uh, not put in the effort, uh, you know, not put in the time. And you've probably seen that, Daryl, even with uh, – I know I've heard college coaches uh, speak in several that uh, – you know, the difference of players that played in the 60s, 70s, and through the 80s were much tougher mentally and physically. And now, yeah. I mean, they're so catered. Well, I remember I was talking to Lonzo Highsmith. Lonzo, you know, he's scout for the Packers. He was saying, hey, coach, you know, these guys don't even hit anymore. Uh, yeah. It gets too hot. You know, they go into an air-conditioned bubble like the Dolphins. Could you imagine that with Coach Stallenberger going into an air-conditioned bubble? No, I couldn't yeah. imagine that because everybody that didn't play in the game on Saturday had to play in a toilet bowl on Monday. So, and it was a right. serious scrimmage. I mean, you, you, it was a fight for your life because you, you wanted to get some playing time next Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, when I was there with Lou Saban, you know, we'd do our pre-spring conditioning drills. We'd get through them, and he's the one who started all those 110s. That was Coach Saban, and that got carried on, you know, right on through. But, you know, as far as, you know, Bruce Jenner goes, um, I don't know. I mean, uh, somebody was telling me, did he, uh, is, did he go completely into the pool? Did he only weigh it in halfway? I'm not sure. I'm not sure yeah. either, George. And I, from what I understand, I, kinda, I think I, he only weighed it in half, halfway. Yeah. Well, if he only did, then he may be the ultimate spouse for Chris Jenner. Because uh, you know, he'd be <laughs> like uh, one of the girls during the day and at night. If uh, you know, there was a cabinet loose or something, he still has his tool belt. I don't know. But, uh, Hey, I, I like I like your thought process, George. But you know, I, yeah. I know him, Bruce Jenner, and not that I know him at all. But I'm just thinking that you know, if this is a guy that had the courage to to do what he did and work as hard as he worked to be a decathlon champion, an Olympic champion, he's not going to go halfway with this thing. I don't think before before the end of Bruce Jenner, he's probably going to go all diving diving all the way in the water. Yeah, I would think so. I, I, somebody was telling one of my clients, a doctor, saying well, it's pretty to go for the full procedure. It's pretty, uh, pretty technical, and it's not just at a very complicated, let's just say, to uh, you know to get the full Monty and uh, to get the whole thing done. Uh, of course, my question was, if he does, then could he be like a Renee Richards going way back in the seventies? You know, as a man, came a full fledged woman, was in the women's tennis. Right. Uh, you know, professional women's tennis player, then that was the argument there. Well, she's a woman now, but she still has the bone structure and the muscularity of a man, and it's not fair. Could he re enter the Senior Olympics as a woman or something? I don't know. Do they have a Senior Olympics? Yeah, I don't know. And, uh, they do. 
And and could really? he actually? I think it's against the Olympic rules. I think if you're born a woman, you have to participate as a woman. If you're born a man, you have to participate as a man. And that's that's how it is hmm. um, in the Olympics now. In tennis, it may be it may be different. You know, George, uh, I'd love for you to hold through the break and um, talk a little bit more about this Bruce Jenner situation and let us get your feel on how to, how people in Miami and South Florida are feeling about LeBron James in another NBA Finals. Hey, guys, we'll be right back with George Hallison, coach, after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. We got Robbie calling in and we got George Hallis in Miami, South Florida, talking about the Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner situation. Robbie, how, 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 as, a, as a Floridian, as a man down here in the South Florida, um, this, is not a, this is not something we see in Florida, I don't think. You know, this is more like a California thing. And I'm truly joking, Robbie, because this is a national, worldwide thing, and everybody yeah. can't afford yeah, to have the really same Bruce, Bruce Jenner had. You know, what's your, your opinion on this? I, I, listen, I recognize him as a, uh, as a, a U.S. Olympian hero. I mean, still, as far as that, I mean, that's that. I mean, as far as that's concerned, I mean, I, that's still what I see. You know what I mean? This thing we're doing now, I mean, that's what he's doing, and, and I really don't have an opinion about it too tough, you know, but uh, that's just something that he chose to do, you know what I mean? Um, uh, it's it's uh, it's kind of confusing, but, I mean, uh, it's not for me to understand, just, you know, him and his family, you know? Okay. And do you, do you think money has anything to do with this? Um, 
To a degree. I mean, that family, I mean, I heard somebody speaking about it earlier, that, 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 that they, they, they crave attention, you know. It's, uh, they, they're attention mongers, you know. I mean, somebody do something like that just for, I don't know, a few more minutes of fame or just to be in the spotlight. I mean, and there, and there are people like that in the world, man. I mean, I'm not saying that that's, that's the case here, but, I mean, I mean, it very well could be. I, but, but I don't know. It's not for me to say. Right, you know, and um, and we have George Hallis on the line, and uh, and 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 George is a professional trainer in South Florida, and and um, George, how many how many clients would you say you have that are um, that are gay? Well, actually, I had uh, you could probably say my business when I uh, left UM as a string coach, and I was working with you up through '85, and I started out, and what actually caused my business to take off. Probably about 89 was um, when I was in the Fountain Blue, and it sort of started with uh, one of the cops who was, uh, when Carl Gables, I helped out when I was there at UM, and then he kind of became one of the head of security of Miami Vice, and then he introduced me to the production manager, and then I was training the production manager of the Fountain Blue, then he answered I'd train his secretary. This is 89. Secretary and his partner, uh, Bruce, uh, actually they're both named Bruce. So while I was training them, this is a gay couple, I was training them. At the Fountain Blue, uh, a lady uh, saw me, and that was a key family that led me to a bunch of clientele and referrals on Miami Beach. Funny, I always wow. ask her, why did you stop me? She said, you're the only one with a clipboard. So wow. now if I'd have had, if I said, well, I'm not going to train this couple because they're gay, uh, I would have never met that person who led to the about six or seven area or nine clients that boosted my business, you know, and I feel, you know. Yeah, you know, live your life the only way you want to live it. Everyone should have their free agency. Do what you want to do. You know, if you don't harm yeah. people, uh, yeah. you know that's the main thing. Let people be. And I feel uh, the same way, man. I feel the same way, man. I don't feel one way or another about it, man. I'm not. I ain't a hobo fool at all, man. I got some 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 friends that are gay. You know what I mean? It's just not my lifestyle. People that I work with and stuff like that, man. I mean, they're some of the coolest people that you can know, but it's just not my choice. I mean, it's theirs. You know? Yeah. 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 So, I tell you what, as far as trading, the gay community, uh, they're really into staying healthy, and they've got a lot of disposable cash. Because usually they don't have any kids to send to college or anything. It's just the two of them. You make a valid point. I'm laughing at George, but it's so true. It's so true. And they do have, they do, and uh, I tell you, um, you one of the things that has really made them stay healthy and be healthy is is the AIDS epidemic that uh, that the gay community went through in the early 80s and throughout the 80s. So um, they are very healthy, and you see them working out um, probably more than the average man. Oh, yeah. Men and women. Yeah. 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 I say it's always kind of funny, you know. I always get teased because uh, they're still, and I, you know, when I squat, I'll still have those short, shorter coaching shorts <laughs> on, right? Yeah, and I say, you know, you know, guys at gym will tease me and stuff. Oh, you're wearing those little short shorts. I go, well, it's funny. You guys tease me because, you know, you got no legs anymore. But it's funny. All the women will look, walk by. The eyes go down. <laughs> I say, Why go, is it if a guy wears, uh, you know, some shorts and he's got, some, he's got a good set of legs, he works some hard, he wears a tank top, and he dresses that way, oh, he's gay. But if a woman dresses that way, oh, she's sexy. She looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if a man yeah. wears baggy shorts and a baggy shirt, oh, he's cool. If a woman wears baggy shirts and a short, oh, she must be a lesbian. Yeah. 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 People yeah, stereotype yeah, people because of the way you dress or maybe just like the, you know. 
like I always say, you know, my body's my advertisement, and I can't, you know, if I had, I tease those guys and say, well, if my legs look like yours, I'd hide them too in a pair of long baggy shorts. You know? <laughs> well, George, being, being, a, being a tr- personal trainer in Miami, in South Florida, man, you got to look good. You know, like you say, every yeah. every time you yeah. walk out the door, when you're walking through public, sure, you're a billboard. Right, right. You know, you got to look good. Well, you can tell those, you can tell those young guys. You know, they'll come up and they'll say. I'm 59 now, and I'm, you know, probably the same playing weight, 220, and, and lean. They'll say, gee, sir, hope I'm in your shape when I'm your age. And I go, kid, I don't mean to hurt your feelings. You should wish I'm my shape now because you're not. Then I tease them and say, you better hurry up and get there because your girlfriend's going to be my daughter, and she's checking me out, not you. You better get with the program. Uh, George, you're, you're, you're a personal trainer, and that's for sure, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so George, back to this Bruce Jenner. You know, we um. You know, we some of us are always going to look at him as a as a hero. And now that he's sixty five and he's worth a hundred million dollars, and the possibility of him being worth another five hundred million dollars in the next few years, ka-ching, ka-ching. You know, and and I and, and I've always said, follow the money train. And I guess I look oh, yeah. at this thing and and I, I look Maybe at him and I say, he saw the potential with the Kardashians. And I think he's just taking this to another level to, to cash in, you know. And, and what is he cashing yeah. in for? What is he going to do with five hundred million dollars? In some ways, just kind of, you got to make me think there when you're saying that. In some ways, I think he's going to get his own show, right? Yeah, if I heard correctly. Okay. Yes, in uh, some ways, maybe this is his way of being in the dominant position. Oh. He could never be while he was second fiddle or third or fourth fiddle on the Kardashians. Maybe oh, this is his way. Of, you're right. The only way I he could be this. the man. Yeah. You know? He, he, he could have an even better show than the Kardashians, which would make him more powerful. Right. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Rob. I mean, let's, uh, let, let's, let's, look at, let's look at surgery. Now, come on, man. The two Kardashian girls. I mean, forget about putting a, a six-pack on their backside. They could probably put a case back there. I mean, that backside's <laughs> been getting bigger and bigger and coming out more and more. I mean, there's been a lot of surgery back there to get oh. ratings. You know hey, what I'm saying? Well, they didn't go to that guy in Hialeah, though. No, no. No, they didn't go to that the guy in Hialeah. I don't because... think there were any cement trucks that backed up to their, uh, backed up to their house, but it looks no, like maybe no, that's, somebody that's, spilled that's, a few extra bags or something. I don't that's know. That's that expensive silicone they got. Yeah, the real deal. Yeah. 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 Hey, no any, doubt any about ban- that. But... Any banter on the, uh, the Stanley Cup? What's you know, that? Uh, you know, Robbie, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm, I'm looking at that as well. Yeah, you know, and, and Tampa's tied it up, 1-1. One, one. Yeah, and I know yeah, you're right over there in that Tampa right area. Now. What's the feeling over there about the Stanley Cup? You know, hockey is not a, a big thing in the state of Florida. I say that even though we have two teams, the Panthers and, it is and going, the Lightning. Man. It is catching on. It is catching on, Daryl. It's catching on uh, real fast, man. You should nice. see the watch parties, man. When the Lightning play away, they are there. They are there watching, bro. I mean, it's, I mean the stadium is it's packed still, just watching on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's catching on, man. Okay. I mean, and this, and this, and, and I'm not telling you nothing. That you don't already know. It's not their first time going to Stanley Cup, man. It's catching on around here, man. Right. 
Right. Yeah. And, we, and we love that in Florida, too, because, you know, if it's new yeah, in Florida, we love it. I hope it's continuous with my, uh, with my Buccaneers as well, man. No joke. All of them. I mean, hell, the Raiders was in first place uh, a few days ago. I mean, are they still? No, they're not still in first place. However, Jameis Winston hasn't done anything stupid yet. Yep. You know, and I think that's, nope. that's a nope. That, nope. that's a big, big plus. And, and you know what, man? I think he knows that everybody is holding their breath waiting for him to do that. I think he's a little more uh aware of what what the what the what the uh consequences are, you know. It ain't gonna be like it was in school, you know. Oh yeah, I agree, and and and, and we are waiting for him to do something stupid so we can talk about it, yeah. and we can show yeah. it on TV, and it could be all over yeah. Twitter and Facebook and everything else, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and I'm sure it's it's somebody plotting to to make him do something stupid so I they can think, get paid I, I a little think money. Knows that, man. I think he realizes all of that, man. Do you, you know? really think so? I really do think he realizes that pe- people are waiting for him to do something stupid. I mean, I mean, aren't they? Yes, they. I, I hope you he knows I mean? it, but I think we have to understand that the people that are plotting for him to do something stupid, they they are very they very um, particular about the game, you know, and they do a lot of good strategies to prepare to make him do something stupid. It's just not going to be not going to slip on a banana peel, you know what I mean? Yeah. He'll be invited yeah. to do something stupid. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm like I'm one or two I'm women like, involved. That, all that, all that aside, I'm liking what I'm seeing at OTAs, man. I really am. That dude is making every throw that's being asked of him, man. Every throw. Some of them risky, you know what I mean? Uh, coaches don't like it, but I mean, he, uh, he, he's not scared. He's not showing no fear, man. Okay. And he, is, and, he is, and he is absorbing everything that's being put in front of him, man. I like what I see. I'm very optimistic about my Buccaneers this year. Can you tell? Okay. I can tell. I really can tell. You know, and, and, and I'm a Florida man, so if it's in Florida and they're winning, I'm all about it. Maybe not the hey, Gators, but anyway. Listen, um, man, we, got, we got Mike James, Charles Sills, Doug Martin, and uh, Bobby Rainey, man. Who want to start? That's a lot of talent, man. Somebody going to have to step up front. I mean, the running back in that committee, I think it's going to be that anyway, but somebody got to start. Who is it going to be? It has to be Mike James because um, – the guy uh, Morris, he's he's been injured the last two years in a row, and I really don't think he's, he's he can make it through a season. And when we look at Rainey, man, he has had so many turnovers in in at in, in the last year to the point where he can't even be uh, trusted to run the ball at all. So he's a, he's gotten a reputation as a turnover guy in the NFL. So his days are limited, man. I'm telling you. So you got to be trying to find a running back from somewhere besides Mike James. And Mike James, he has to stay healthy for you guys. And Charles Hill. Charles Hill. They're real high on Charles Hill, man, because he got hands. He can catch it out the backfield. They're very high on him. He okay. only played half the season last year. You know what I mean? He did pretty good for half, what was it, yep. six games, I think it was. And Robert, before we let you go, um, who's who? Who you have in this NBA playoffs? What are you looking at? LeBron. Okay, so that's that's the end of it. How many games? Um, uh, it may go seven. It may go seven, but I, it, I I'm thinking maybe six. I'm thinking they win both of these ones in Cleveland, man. I'm gonna tell you like this, Dale. Golden State is a very good team, man. I can't take nothing from Golden State, man. They're very good. They're very talented, man. 
But what they do is they suck a teams into playing their style of basketball. Run up and down, up and down, up and down, shoot threes. They waste no time on the shot clock, you know. And with them shooting so fast, it gives the other team a possession just that quick. You know what I mean? And whether they uh, uh, playing real good defense and making them miss shots, or they playing their game and they can't keep, they're not as good as shooters as they are. So they're missing those threes trying to keep up. And that goes along with their defensive stats as well. You know what I mean? When teams shoot bad shooting, jacking threes, trying to keep up with them, and they can't. You know? Did you notice last night that the game was, it was like fourth quarter, man, and they were still in the 70s? These guys are used to putting up like 120 points a game. Where's that at? Yeah. You right? Want me tell you? Want me tell you? LeBron is slowing that game. They, Cleveland is slowing that game down, man. They are not playing their game. They're going to have to play their style of game. They're going to have to adjust to them, not the other way around. Going to come down to experience, man. And I mean, and that's what's uh, – it really should be too old right now. I mean, do you not agree? Well, it, it, it Cleveland took them to two overtime right games. Yeah, I would agree it with can, you. It can very easily be too old right now. It should be too old right now. Yeah, it could very easily be too old right now, Cleveland. Going to Cleveland. They yeah. would be in trouble. Yeah. They would be in big trouble. Yeah. Steph Curry ain't shooting so good, man. With, uh, what's his name on him either, is he? Thompson's not shooting that well either. The guy uh, Della Vadova, man. Huh? He played a good game yesterday. Now, can he sustain that? You know, I'm not so Della sure. Dova? Yeah, can he sustain that? Defense, on, man. His, on his, his only job is to be on that old Steph Curry like his shirt. That's his only job. I think he's doing pretty good with that, man. Hey, Robbie, uh, we only got a couple of minutes left in this segment. Uh, Thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger on the show. Um, George, uh, thank you for calling. Don't be a stranger on the show. Give us a call anytime. And, George, before we let you go, you got any any special stories from the 70s at the University of Miami you want to share with us before you run? George yeah, also yeah, played yeah. at the University of Miami in the, in the, in the 70s. Yeah, you, oh. then I got a chance to come back as one of the string coaches for 83. Yeah. yeah the, um, you know, it's, I tell you what, back, uh, okay, used to hear the stories when I was there. You know, you go back, I got there in 74. You know, a little before that, I just missed the draft. So a little before that, the players used to talk about, you know, nobody loafed back then. You get to the early 70s and 60s because they tell you, better run, son. Better <laughs> run, boy. We'll cut you from uh, this team. They'll ship you off to Vietnam, and those Kong will feel you full of holes. You think it's tough here. You know? Yeah. But I tell you, back then it was like, um, I mean, we were always we were on the road holding Ohio State to 10 or going. I'll tell you one good story. We played Nebraska in 76, and uh, – Helmut actually had the lead, 10-9, then right at the – they kicked the field goal or made – I think they made it 10-9, and then at the end they got a cheap touchdown with seconds left. But that was the first time Nebraska had been shut out in the half. But And I think it was building. We wow. had the defense, just had the offense until Jim Kelly came. But they made a note that usually when the visiting team leaves the field, that session in Nebraska they go by, they always would boo them. And when we left the field, they didn't say a thing. Has respected wow. the effort our you know our defense had put forth, but uh, like I said, the defense it was always defense there. Going back from Ted Hendricks to Jerome Brown, um, yeah, it just the offense didn't come in until there really wasn't a quarterback from George Meyer to Jim Kelly. Then Jim Kelly, and then Howard came in. He put in. Most people don't realize that pro style offense and the quarterback coach for Jim Kelly and Mark Rick was Earl Morrill. 
Yeah. The Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. And that's why yeah. Florida State did good because he took the, his, my, everything he learned at the University of Miami, Mark Rick, he took the Florida State. Yeah. He went up there. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Hey, George. Thanks for calling, and I really appreciate you being on the show, guys. Hey, George Hallis, guys, from the University of Miami, strength coach to a personal trainer down in South Florida, making the big bucks and seeing the beautiful women all the time. George, I know you see a lot of beautiful chicks every day. You work them out. You make them better. You make them stronger. And we appreciate you being on our show, Voice, on the Voice America Radio. Thanks, George. Thank you, Daryl. Hey, thanks, Robbie. We appreciate you. Hey, guys, thank you. We'll be right back with more Sports Info UM after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got some callers on the line. We got Jamie from Jacksonville, and we got Eddie Williams from Apopka, Florida. What's going on, Jamie? Hey, man, what's going on, man? Everything all right over here? That's good. Hey, you know, James, I, I, we were, I know you called in to talk about the Bruce Jenner situation, an Olympic um, gold medalist in the decathlon, 1976 Olympics. And uh, we're also talking about this LeBron James situation where LeBron James has tied this thing up 1-1 in the NBA playoffs. James, but before we go any further, man, could you give us your view on the Caitlyn Jenner situation? On who? Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, man, come on. That's crazy, talk. I bet them people want to go back in time and take that man's face off their weeded box. That's <laughs> maybe maybe they can put 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 the new chick on the box. That's what I think. I I, I think that they go too far for their attention. 
I, 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 I somewhat agree with you, you know, because there's a lot of people that would love to maybe now know if they'd love to. But I think it's some people that have the desire to go that far, but they just can't afford it. But um, because he can afford to go that far and gain more attention, um, it, that's that's his opinion. And that's his view. I guess that's what he want to do. Yeah. And Darryl, well, you know, think- you can't really knock a person from doing what they want to do. But at the same time, your private life is your private life. Right. Yeah. And Daryl, I think most people are saying it's because he won't see attention. Uh, that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah. And the money. Yeah. You know Eddie, what what's your view on the Caitlyn Jenner situation? Nah, I'm just thinking, right, maybe, you know, me his ex-wife had something behind that, you know, because she was a genius when she first made that movie with her daughter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He had to know that he was that way before. I mean, that's, that's, and that's what it all boils you know? down to: is you your home life. Money. If your home life ain't squared away, then you liable to do whatever. Exactly. Well, this is his, this is his third marriage too now, you know, and he's had he's had children from all three of the of the relationships, you know. And so uh, I was exactly. I, so that means that he ain't skipped the part where he wasn't supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You, you ain't <laughs> not do that part. You, these people he are forcing you for not doing that. You was participating. Yeah, he wanted both of best worlds, though. And, and I think that that could be it, too. I mean, he wants to both yeah. the best worlds, but why mm-hmm. do you think he held out until he was 65? Or is this something that he probably wanted to do at, at 40? I don't know. I, I, I My personal opinion is I feel like he's spending all the money so that he ain't got to leave nobody left. He's yes, getting ready to make maybe $500 million. He's getting ready to have his own show. I keep saying he. And she's getting ready to have her own show. She's going to probably bring in more attention than the Kardashians show and make more money than the Kardashians show. Yeah. More people are going to look at it. Now he got the gays and the straight people looking at it. It can't be about the money. <laughs> the guy's got more money than he needs. Well, you know, his wife, right? Yes. She's never right. Wanted to just say, okay, well, I don't want nothing else to do with Bruce. You know what I mean? She has She's to support that. that. You're right. Why wouldn't you? It ain't like seeing <laughs> reaping the benefits. Exactly. That's the true, so that's that's true right. benefit. She might have been a mastermind behind this here. You know what I mean? Hey, look, Bruce, we can make some real money. But why not corner the market? You know what I'm saying? I, it ain't even about cornering the market. Before all of this came out, the, the tabloids had the wife out doing her dirt. They had the quarter doing her dirt. And when they caught her doing her dirt, Bruce Jenner stepped up with his second life. And that's why that and that's the kickoff of all of it. Well, you know, but when did we then when did she know Bruce wanted to go through this kind of change? You know, when when she found out that he wanted to go through this kind of change, she might just throw her hands up and say, Hey, if that's what you gonna do, I'm out of here. I'm doing my own thing. And and can you blame her? He probably mm-hmm. had a secret life anyway, and she found out. That's why she probably went to tipping, but hey. Yeah, and when the, when the, the, the daughter got famous, 
And then when the daughter got famous and now the Papa Rocks is following everybody in the family, and now your secret coming to the light. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. well, all right, hey. Guys, let's leave that alone for a second. Let's go into uh, the NBA playoffs and LeBron James and and Stephon Curry and Stephon Curry not being able to to play like we thought Stephon Curry was going to be able to play. And, uh, and, and, and what's really going on with these NBA playoffs? I'm telling you, man, these are two of the most exciting NBA playoff games I've probably ever seen back-to-back. You know, we've, and this is the first time in history of an NBA playoff go back-to-back, back-to-back overtime games. Well, and there's a great network, series, but you know what? You live by the sword, you die by the sword. Everyone knows that Golden State wasn't going to be able to play at that level. You know what I mean? For every game. I mean, look at their shooting percentage from three-pointers. Exactly. And then all they got to do is pull off four. That's all they got to exactly. do. All they got to do is pull out four games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's it in a nutshell. And the stats, proves, they, they prove for themselves. So you so you're saying now it's it's over, Eddie. Um, um Golden State no, don't, they don't so, stand. But I mean, you know what? Anytime you build your offense around three point shooting, you know, basically they don't have an inside game. They do, but they don't they don't rely on that. You know what right. I mean? They bread and butter those three pointers. Yes. And you know you're not going to shoot that way every night. And that that's for sure. Yeah. And, and coach, your view I, on this on this um, LeBron and Golden State situation? Well, Coach, just like last night, which we were saying, uh, he was four for 21. I think they decided they were going to, you know, they weren't going to, uh, the Golden State decided they were going to let, you know, James was going to get his points. So they let him score. But they were all still going to score. Well, I think once the guy, when they left Irving, they decided, well, we're going to shut down Curry and we're going to see can Golden State win. Well, he was four for 21 last night and they can't win without him. And if they can continue to play that kind of defense, I agree. I think uh, it may only go five games. Exactly. Well, I think we're going to definitely see at least six games through this playoffs, um, without a doubt. Uh, I, I, I do see Cleveland winning. Um, and I, and I, I would agree with one of our callers earlier that, um, that Cleveland has slowed the game down. You know, um, Golden State still yeah, wants to run game. and run and run and and run and gun, run and gun. Cleveland has, has slowed the game down. But one of the dumbest things I've seen in this playoffs is that this guy, Timothy Moskov, he has a real soft touch around the rim. I mean, this guy has a soft jumper. He, he battles. He, he, he's aggressive to the rim. He dunks the ball. And at one point when LeBron James was out of the game, he was the go-to scorer during that period of time. And you look up, man, at the end of the game, in the second half, this kid hardly played at all. I mean, he, he barely touched the floor. I don't think he had four points in the second half. And it, it, it's unbelievable to me to see um, to see this this being their second-best score with um, Kyrie Irving out. Timothy Moskov is their second-best score, and they didn't have him in the game late in the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. You know, Daryl, uh, I, I think you're right, and I think that you know that's what's so great about professional sports is they'll 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 make some adjustments. But you know, you were saying it might go six games, and it may go seven because the network is excited because these first two games 
or the best ratings they've had in like eight or nine years for two games back to back. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, hey, um, guys, Eddie, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Appreciate you, Dan. Y'all take care of yourself. Hey, you too, Jamie. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Okay, we're sorry we lost Jamie, but um, Coach, it's just you and me, and we got Tracy on the line. Tracy, come on in and talk your and give us your opinion. Answer, Daryl. Hey, <laughs> hey, this is my niece, Tracy. I thought I thought this is one of my one of my friends in California, Tracy. Tracy, my niece in no, Florida. What's going on? Your favorite niece, Tracy. Oh, excuse me, my favorite niece, Tracy. Don't tell Leah that. My favorite niece, Tracy, <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> so Tracy, you know, I'm glad you called because I really, I really want to hear a woman's perspective on our major topic for tonight, and and I mean, and our topic is the Caitlyn Jenner um, situation, and a lot of we've had people from personal trainers to to sports fans calling in tonight and talking about um, the Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner situation. And a lot of guys we are a little bit upset because. People that grew up in the 70s, they looked at Bruce Jenner as a, as a sports hero, as a, as a male sex symbol, as an as Olympic gold medalist in one of the most difficult events, the decathlon. And as you, a young woman in America, um, what's your view on this Caitlyn Jenner situation? I mean, I just went to Hamburger Mary's on Saturdays and saw a whole bunch of drag queens. I just want to know if I'm going to see, uh, see her there also. <laughs> That's not nice to say <laughs> They're not called. No, they're not and referred no, honestly, to. I think that if he's truly doing this because this is who he's, he want or she wants to be, then I get it. But if this just a marketing ploy by his ex-wife to bring in more money in the family, that's something completely different. Because he's about to make, I think I saw like a quarter of a million dollars between all the revenue salaries coming in. I a heard quarter, more, uh, 250 like, million, I'm sorry. I heard like yeah, 500 million, million, you know. Yeah, so what's like, the is difference? Really, truly, who he wants to be? Did his wife just catch him in drag? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, and you know what? What? What drives a person to go to this extent to um, to reveal themselves? Because you know, um, I know a lot of gay people, but they don't go to this extent to reveal themselves. And if they're gay, they're gay. That's their. That's their. That's what they are. You know, that's who they are. But. I, I, I think when people start screaming out and yelling out, "Hey, look at me! I'm gay!" I think that's 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 on another level. And uh, and and maybe my mind is closed, and I need to open my mind up to to how people really view this thing with the the gay, lesbian, uh, transgender community. And I, I, yeah, and also, you're he's fifty five, or she's fifty five. What? Yeah, why what? now? Is my question. Yeah, why now? Uh, Daryl, it's yes. funny that your niece is called because my, my nephew out here in California is listening for the show for the first time, and we're getting good ratings all across the country. Well, hey, that, that's good to know, Coach. That really is good to know because this is a, this is a serious topic, and, um, and I don't think we should, we should take we, – we shouldn't look down upon this because this 
is reality. A, a, a gentleman told me years ago when I was a when I was a social worker and a therapist, we were talking. He says, "Daryl, what is what is your definition of uh, of reality?" And I said, oh, "You know, things that are real." And he said, "No, the definition of reality is what's happening now." You know, and and when he told me that, and probably in 1994, that was. You know, what's going on now was just a, a, a thought, you know, and Bruce Jenner has actually taken this to Vanity Fair. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is way, way more than any of us could have ever thought. So, Tracy, um, you think it's for the money? I, I think it's for the money. I think if he was truly, if this is truly sincere, why not do this 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Why? I mean, why now? Yeah, and why would you have children from three different women if you had exactly. any thoughts that this was who you wanted to be? Yeah. Figure out how the kids about this. And 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 that's another thing. You know, I guess his children actually uh, support him from what we see. Um, and and who wouldn't support openly support their father in this situation? You know. Um, you openly have to support it, and deep down inside, maybe they feel differently, and maybe they have a whole different view about the situation. Uh, Tracy, I'm so sorry we didn't have you on early, and um, but we have the last thirty seconds, and it's all yours to my favorite niece. I know I should have recorded that just so I can replay it to Leo. <laughs> uh, who's, who are you giving a shout out to besides Leah? Uh, of course, to my darling baby sister, who can be the second favorite niece, and to the rest of the Oliver clan. <laughs> All right. Hey, we really appreciate it, and thank you for giving a shout-out to us. Hey, guys, thank you for listening to Voice America Radio, and thank you for listening to Sports Info You and Radio Show. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.